Welcome back to my show. It's Love Lizzie K and it feels so good to be saying that right now. Um, the past two years for me have been about relationships, um, cultivating sacred space for myself and reaching out my hand. Um, it's been a wonderful journey and I'm ready to open up. Really excited that you're here. Thank you so much for tuning in. Can't wait to hear your thoughts about today's episode with Angelina. So let's get right into it. Oh, are you in a relationship? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am in a relationship at the moment. Um, Yay. It's very new, but I am... um, very happy at the moment and yeah I can tell beautiful (laughs) that is super exciting and that is like the pretty much the only personal question like that I want to ask you um I want to try to keep this conversation like less in our personal business and more um like spiritually minded um Uh, philosophy-ish and I know that you're picking up on that vibe um, as well going into this so yeah yeah, I have um, I have a couple like notes in front of me that I was taking as I was preparing for this so um, if you see me looking away I'm just looking at my notebook Um, and I wanted to mention as well recording this for my podcast because I know that this is going to be gold and um yeah we mentioned about um all the healing that is just taking place just by showing up for this conversation so welcome (laughs) um yes the audience is super lucky too so welcome to everyone um in discord And you guys all get the chance to, I guess, ask questions to Angelina or myself. Um, We're going to try to keep those till afterwards, um, just for the sake of, like, continuity and and keeping within um, the same topic. Um, But definitely, like, as um, our communities grow, I'm not sure about yourself, Angelina, but definitely for me, as my community grows, like part of the perks of my vibe tribe is going to be like doing um laser coaching like after these events so um they will get like a zoom link and then immediately like after um these calls in the future um i'm offering uh the members of my vibe tribe like 30 minutes of intuitive coaching but today since y'all are here you're the lucky winner we get to um just include that in in discord today so yeah thank you guys for showing up (laughs) um and i didn't angelina for you though if you have like any questions that you want to ask me feel free to um this is definitely more like conversation style for us um definitely don't mind taking the lead um but i want to hear what you have to say um yeah and And, you know i don't i don't mind um being a little personal because I really feel that when I'm a bit more personal and vulnerable 
um, more people can relate to me because what I speak about is um, my own experiences. So if I do talk about something, sometimes I do like to relate it to an experience that I've had myself. Please, um, yes. Yeah, so again, like I don't mind getting a little personal about um, the relationship that I'm in right now and how that's going and just being very raw and authentic in in that relationship at the moment and how it started. It's like it all ties into one another and it's all very like probably important to talk about, you know? Definitely. Um, yeah, so no time limit on this. I'm just putting that out there as well. I mean, hopefully we'll be finished up by six. Um, but if you could just mute yourselves until, like, if you have a question um, and you don't want to forget it, you're welcome to leave it in the audience chat and Angelina or myself um, will address it at some point. But other than that, Q&A can definitely be for the end, no problem. Karen, just mute yourself, please, honey. <laughs> Okay, so yes, we're born to overcome challenges, so it's all working out. Um, yeah, and your video is still flashing. Is it? Oh man. Okay. I don't know. Okay. We we tried like removing ourselves. I removed myself twice. And yeah. so did Lizzie, and we came back, and her videos are still flashing. It's really it's all weird. good. As long as you can hear me, like, oh, no. that's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you fine. So, okay. <clears throat> cool. That's cool. Thanks, -y. Yay. <laughs> so, I'd love, I'd love to just start, and, like, mm -hmm. like, what is your, like, baseline in a relationship like a significant relationship like what does it take for you to consider somebody like your significant other um you mean are you asking about like my core beliefs or value like core values or something that's like really important to me in relationships yeah, exactly. So, like, at the beginning of my relationship that I'm in now, um, I I was still in, like, very much, like, exploratory phase, um, which is totally normal. Like, they say, like, date, date more than one person at a time. So, that's where my mindset was. And I knew that if I'm going to commit to this person, like, you know, my time and my energy, which was my greatest resource, that, um, like, there's certain things that need to be provided for me in this relationship so freedom is like a huge one for me freedom to be myself um support of my dreams um because obviously I'm not just like the girl next door <laughs> which in a way that I am but you know what I mean um yeah and I can definitely elaborate on this but I don't know if something came up for you that you could jump in here um yeah so for me, um, I really do like going into relationships um, very cautiously. <laughs> um, I am not one to date multiple people at a time. 
Um, I've never really been on like dating apps. So when I start seeing somebody, it is because I have great interest in them. And yeah, I, it's, it's really important to me that they're very interested in me as well, because I'm giving up time. Time for me is like the most valuable thing. So if I'm going to be dating somebody, then I'm going to really be really interested in, in this person. Um, and so yeah. dive deeper. <laughs> I love what you said so far. Of course, like mutual support is like huge. Like, um, yeah. so yeah. just again, like, like what you said about me being myself, I have to be able to speak my truth. Um, because that's the phase of my life that I'm in right now. Like it's not even a phase. It's just, I'm, I'm now connected to, to myself so well that um i know who i am and i know what i want and i know what i need and if they can't provide everything for me then i quickly know i'm i'm just like yeah. in and out i go on a date <laughs> the first second i go on a date i know whether they're for me or not um that's interesting and yeah and they obviously have to be at some type of conscious level um when would you say you came to that realization of like I can I can pick up on this person's like value and energy like really quickly would you say that's newer or is that like a you thing um it's it's more of a me thing um it's, it's more when you're in tune and I guess I've I guess the past like two years, you know, it takes such a long time to really know what you want and what you need, because your power, like, if you don't have, if you're not, if you're not the master of your power, and you're just constantly giving your power away, mm -hmm. then <laughs> you, you don't know what you want and what you need, and you're not honoring yourself, right? Yeah. Um, I thought that today, actually, I saw, you know, I follow a bunch of, of relationship coaches and stuff and all of like, they show you the, you know, suggested content. So weird. But this one post, this girl was like, I have like a six months like um, probation dating period, which, which is a thing. Um, I've read, uh, Steve Harvey has a book too, where he, he gives like dating advice. <laughs> And thanks for muting yourself. And um, he talks about like 90 days, like three months, which is like, it definitely works in some situations. Um, yeah. But I definitely agree with you about like the knowing, knowing myself. And, you know, a lot of it is about like the vibes, like not to sound like woo, too woo, but. Um... <laughs> no, it's about the, it's about their energy. They have to be very attentive towards me. Um, yeah really be listening and sounding like they understand where I'm coming from. Because when I start talking, um, I could get deep really quick with people. I don't like necessarily talking on a surface level for too long. Um, I'll do that in the beginning, but then I want to get into like conversation 
about something deeper yeah, um, because so I'm funny. also testing at how vulnerable this person can be with me. So vulnerability is huge. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, I guess that's like really hard for a first date or whatever. Um, that was literally my first day of, of meeting Jose. The first night we were like talking about like aliens and shit. <laughs> yeah. So you could like hit it off with somebody or somebody could sit there and literally be like. Stick in uh, the mud. Yeah. Uh, and not really Where's get to your deep family with you. from like why did like you know like that's not me yeah um i totally hear yeah, it you doesn't feel authentic. it doesn't feel like uh, it feels like you're both on an interview you know right and i understand a little bit of that part but really like if you're gonna know how to get get to know somebody um i want to cut out like the, all of the texting in the beginning and just meet somebody right away Totally. Because again, that's that's when um, you're gonna really feel their energy and feel the vibe between the both of you. Um, so I, again, it's all about it's all about my time. <laughs> I don't like my time wasted, and and texting could be very tedious time um, wasted uh, very easily. And two people could text whatever they could text for like weeks and not meet but what's the point right like I if you got it. it like that fly me out or fly out to see me you know like <laughs> tomorrow's yeah, not guaranteed so that's how I feel but I do have a question as well mm-hmm. um have you been keeping this in mind um have you ever I know I've heard you talk about like being in relationships with uh somebody that you qualify as like narcissist or borderline narcissist personality disorder. So, um do you feel like having this mindset of like opening up so quickly leaves you open to being like love bombed at the beginning because it's so easy to like at the beginning of a relationship to like put your best foot forward, you know? Um, yeah, that could, of course, that could easily happen, but it really depends on, <clears throat> it's a, you know, you don't obviously don't give everything at once. You don't, um, tell them everything at once. Right. Um, that's something that I have learned and I feel like some people need to learn, like they can't, they can't just like be so vulnerable that you're it it is it is almost almost like you're trying to attract um a certain type of trauma bonds when you're not when you're not healed that's what you'll do you'll just kind of like verbally throw up everything that's going on it's like have some discernment about what you're going to speak about okay you don't you don't give it all up at once um yeah I have, I have been love bombed, of course. <laughs> I, I've been in a, I was in a very, very, my God, big trauma bond um, two and a half years ago. And but that was needed for me at the time. I needed that. Do you mind if I ask how that ended? Um, it ended pretty quickly, um, only for for certain circumstances which it i swear it was the universe like 
taking me out of that situation very quickly for a lot of reasons. Um, they were like, oh shit, she just fell for him and he just fell for her very quickly. There's no way that we're going to get her out of this unless this happens. <laughs> and it literally went on for only two or three months. And I was quickly um, basically left in a way that triggered my abandonment wounds very severely. Um, and <clears throat> it catapulted me into my healing. It cat it like completely catapulted me into where I am today. And I'm quickly realized that. And, um, only like two months later, I started diving really deep into healing work, inner healing work. I started to take a course with the heart guy. I don't know if anybody knows him on Instagram, Kevin Crenshaw. Um, he was my coach and I did a 12 week program with him in the midst of my heartbreak. And I was, and I did this and I reached out for help for the first time in my life because I was like terrified at how, what a dark place that I was in at that time. And I needed support for the first time in my life. Cause I I've been on a spiritual journey for, um, 17 years, but <clears throat> let's just remember that I'm a lot older than most people here. And, um, the resources back then, when I started my spiritual journey at 27 years old, there were none, like absolutely none for me mm -hmm. at 27. Um, I did not have very good, um, I, my parents were emotionally unavailable for me. I didn't have any type of mentors in my life. Um, it was just me and only me guiding myself. And that's where I learned the really strong foundation of how to heal yourself. Um, <clears throat> and it was amazing. Okay. And I did that for 15 years on my own wow. was being on a spiritual journey by myself, listening to my intuition, getting quiet, spending most of my time alone, which most people don't know how to do. But when you spend time alone, that's when you get the most clear. Um, and I can't stress that enough. And I understand that it's really difficult for some people. Um, but that's where you feel the depths of your pain that you need to go through alone. You have to feel it. You have to, <laughs> because on the other side of that pain, um, <laughs> there's a huge purpose. Okay. Waiting for you. There's freedom waiting for you. There's peace waiting for you. Um, and any type of pain that I went through, I quickly alchemized it into a purpose, um, into a lesson. Um, and I don't, again, it's, it's just was my higher self leading me. And when you're tapped into your higher self and it leads you like that, um, you just, you just follow it. You just know that it's the right place to be in. Yeah. Uh, because it, it keeps showing you again and again, like freedom and healing and peace. Uh, every time I went through something, <clears throat> I just retreated within and 
um, and I'm also, you know, I'm also an introvert and I don't love to put like labels on myself, but an introvert meaning that I gain most of my energy back after big social situations um, by being alone, spending, I need like, I, I can't even have music or TV on. I have a TV, I turn it on only because of the sound. And I'm, on top of that, I'm also an HSP, which is a highly sensitive person. So I'm, I'm highly sensitive to sound and smells and so many other things. But um, so spending time alone in absolute quietness is very uh, energizing for me. It fills me back up. Yeah, me too. Um, <clears throat> and you, yeah. have, you have quite some, some time on me, um, but I definitely <laughs> related to what you are saying about like solitude and peace and quiet and um for me like I'm like introverted I definitely have like days and moments um where like I recharge my own energy and there's definitely other times where like people help me recharge my my energy um mm-hmm. well it depends again like I'm not surrounded here where I'm living right now I'm really not surrounded by anybody on my conscious level i i connect with other conscious beings that are doing the work right here in discord online (laughs) and that is it okay you mean there's no other sun moon lovers that like you can meet up with on the beaches of long island (laughs) i i meet up with my photography friends okay and they are amazing people and I love them to to death. Um, Good. And they, and I guess like in a way that that fills me up because that's one of my passions. Okay, being on the beach number one is healing. Number two, doing my passion in photography is healing. And then meeting up with like friends that share that same passion. Okay, is healing. Um, but for them to have the awareness of and consciousness of what's really going on in the bigger picture of things um that's what they don't have and when i met up with everybody in kansas city for the health freedom for humanity event that was absolutely amazing um i've never felt such like high vibrations in my life and I kept saying it the whole weekend, like, I'm on my feet all day. I was so nervous to be like standing and I was so nervous about my energy because again, my energy gets depleted in social situations, right? Mm-hmm. So I was nervous about all that stuff, but I literally did not have an issue because of nice. the high vibrations that were happening with all of conscious people. Did you have an energy un- hangover? <laughs> I actually did not, did not, like we didn't even sleep the night before we got on the plane. And I was nervous. I was like thinking about that, like, holy shit, I need to go to bed. And then we just never went to bed and (laughs) we just hopped on the plane and went home. And I was a little, I was tired that afternoon, but not as tired as I thought I would be. Yeah. Like, okay. So an energy hangover or maybe it's called a success hangover, but, um, (laughs) it's like when you like in a relationship or something like you do something for the first time or you like unlock a new level of like healing or something one day um and the next day is like filled with like worry or anxiety or like any you didn't experience anything like that so you just were able to like hold the frequency and you're like hell yeah like this is exactly like what I want 
for myself. You just, you know, it's a knowing. That's another thing. Like I'm so tapped into my intuition and my heart that I have this knowing on top of feeling and there's, there's no doubt in my mind. I love that. that. <laughs> it was your new point of attraction. And like, that makes so much sense to me. Like the, like the simple words of like knowing, feeling and believing, like those three words have like been my guideposts like since my awakening right and um and now like within my relationships as well you mentioned uh freedom healing and peace is what you find when you um have been in your solitude so um earlier like when I asked you what your baseline was basically it would be like if this relationship infringes on my personal feelings of freedom or my healing, or my peace, like, not that something's raw, I guess, I I don't really like to use the words right and wrong, but something Mm -hmm. isn't right, like, in the relationship, so Mm -hmm. that's super interesting, Um, but furthermore, like, we know, like, relationships are not always sunshine and rainbows and butterflies, right, like, um, in my, in my vibe tribe yesterday on Bothered Queen, um, I posted about like, sometimes I feel the, the goddess of, of Kali and other days it's like the goddess of fertility and love and creativity. Um, and so I had, uh, an experience lately where it was, it wasn't too long ago actually. And it was like after, um, I, I had COVID. It was like two weeks after and like dirt, like getting, having the illness, um, like it, it actually allowed me to surrender so much in my life. And as a result, like so much, I surrendered so much in my relationships as well. Right. Just understanding that like the only thing that I can really control, um, is like my thoughts and my feelings and then subsequently like my actions. Um, and this event that happened like two weeks ago, like I have, <laughs> I have this thing from my past that like we, my family is very like, very try to be controlling, like don't have a great relationship with change. And also I come from a background of like perfectionism, like my value was, was um, graded basically literally with with grades and tests and and then sports you know like winning basically so um I just really had to kill like the part of myself that needs my significant other to be like this perfect image that I have of them in my head um and like right now that's an issue that I'm having with um a lot of the relationship content that I'm seeing like on Instagram um and these other like algorithm (laughs) algorithm e platforms um and and like I just don't see like a great balance like because then you have like the therapists and then like the relationship coaches you know who want to talk to you all day long about um you know about their methods of like healing their relationships um and stuff like that but I feel like discovering discovering this for me um like it would have been really easy for me in my relationship to be like things moved kind of quickly at the beginning of our relationship like three years ago not gonna lie like I I told him that I loved him like after a month um 
but also at the same time, like, um, I don't know. I'm just like, I have this like inner knowing, like you said. Um, Mm -hmm. And I like kind of lost my train of thought, but (laughs) let me know you're still with me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear hear you. Um, I also, as I was manifesting, I also had to give up, not not necessarily give up, but like, I guess, tighten the reins a little bit because I was holding on to, to somebody that was like perfect in my mind, right? Perfectly aligned with me. And what did that mean? That meant that like, I wanted them to, I guess, all the same beliefs as me and at the same exact conscious level as me. Right. And of course, like that would be ideal, but is that ideal? (laughs) Is it ideal? And Z and I talked about it and she's like, what if you just found somebody that like just really loved and supported you? And yes. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) You know, like, like, is it? Cause I see, she said, I see all these other, and it was so crazy because she was like in my head, this is exactly what I was thinking about as she's telling me, this is exactly what I had been thinking about. Like I also had been, had seen all these other beautiful goddesses, right? With these husbands or, or partners that were, um, they were with supporting them, but not necessarily at their level, you know? Um, they, they didn't match in that way, like on, on all things. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, (laughs) seriously, like, because what, what is the most important thing is that somebody loves and supports you and and allows you to be you, right? Definitely. And, um, yes, beliefs and values definitely have to be somewhat close, um, but they don't have to be exact, right? Um, and that's, that's like the beauty of the polarity of it. If somebody like believes something completely different than you and you allow yourself to let go and allow them to believe, you know, what they, what they believe and you give them, you know, the respect of that and you honor that they're different in that way. Right. Um, so I I did, I let go of that. I let go of that, of having this conscious man come into my life, okay, that was, um, that did so much healing work already. Um, I was like, do I need somebody that has done the healing work or do I just need somebody that is like willing to be vulnerable with me and do the healing work in his own time? And so I let with that and then that's what I manifested wow that's so beautiful yeah and I it's it's um but it was also something that I was resisting because I was gonna uh, say not to like be rude or anything but I definitely was wondering that too like previous like times that um I had heard you talk about like being in search of a man like she needs to like let go like um but I also like I'm not I also 
yes, I talked a lot about like who I'm trying to manifest, right? But that was difficult for me. That was not one of my main goals. My main goals and focuses on my in my life was actually me and my healing work and what I was doing to um, doing for myself every day. I honored myself first and yeah. what I needed. And that's a big I'm realization pretty- because like, if, if we really like right now, take a, a moment to like understand Angelina and Violet and Z and um, all the beautiful souls, like really like the um, enormous, like, not only wisdom that we have, but just like the power also. So like, is it, is it like real, really realistic to be like, I'm going to find a man who's going to be able to like keep up with me. You know, I feel like just as like trailblazing women, like that, it might be too much to ask. I don't know. Um, I'm sure that there's men and women who are like perfectly compatible in in every and every aspect of life, but um, and and Esther Perel, who's like an expert in relationships, she she talks a lot about like having expectations and relationships and like a lot of times and and as women we're conditioned this way to like all of our satisfaction is gonna come from this one relationship. And when I found that, like, he wasn't there for me, every single thing that I needed, first of all, I had to, like, ask myself, like, does he know what I actually need? And then second of all, it's like, wow, like, how, like, I, what can I expect from him without, like, you know, I can't expect something from him that I'm not willing to give myself sort of thing. Um, Uh yeah. And, and a lot of people's relationships, um, which make them happy. Like, uh, I love listening to Ram Dass. I'm throwing out so many resources and so many, so many people, but I, I'm just like a sponge and, and a student of, of life forever. But, um, yeah, Ram Dass, I was listening to yesterday, uh, something on YouTube. He talks about like the yoga of relationships. And right now that really resonates with me where I'm at. Um, because my significant relationship, like, has been a tremendous source of healing for me. Um, but then along with that comes the, like, the the, the frustration and, and the unlearning. Um, and just, for me, learning mm-hmm. how to be in a partnership. Like, love my mom, um, but she is, like, the most people pleaser um, in that I know. Um, so I've, there's definitely been a lot of of unlearning and, and just being selfish also, you know, like I'm not, again, I'm not going to get what I'm not willing to give and it works in relationships and it works like with myself too. And and my personal timeline. So there's definitely an aspect of like self-love is self first. And I think with my man now, like there's definitely been a learning curve there. Like, we're we're in an age gap relationship, right? And if we were to get married, I would be his third wife. So I don't know if that's gonna happen, but we're happy. We're <laughs> and um and we're working on healing our whole selves so we can show up a hundred and a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, I mean expectations. <laughs> Where was I going? Yeah, with? <laughs> yeah, the unlearning. So like, 
when I, I wanted a partnership because I can only do so much healing on my own. Right. And when you're calling in a conscious partner, okay, you have to have the understanding that your world, when you start a partnership, okay, with a conscious, another conscious partner, it's your, everything that you need to work on is going to be mirrored back to you. Yeah. So it is not going to be peaches and cream. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you need to like take off those road, rose colored glasses and realize that this is when the real like heavier work starts again exactly it becomes there's a point where it becomes so easy to just like blame your frustrations and you thinking that they're not listening to you or not understanding you it's so easy to like place blame on something and a lot of times I feel like it ends up being like oh they are like it ends up being like they're narcissistic or um but then what's happening when we do that is we're placing the responsibility for our feelings and our happiness outside of ourselves like we're placing it on the the narcissistic like borderline narcissist whatever personality and, and that's why that's why it's important to have an awareness of your triggers okay and be um emotionally intelligent, mature around the fact that you're responsible for everything that you are feeling. Okay. You're responsible for your own triggers because yes, like I want to say they're triggering you, but they're not, they're just doing something right. That triggers you, but it's up to you to you respond through that on your own without projecting it onto them Yes, at the same time. And yes. you need to, because <laughs> like, that's all a relation, all like people who fight all the time, what they're doing is projecting and projecting and projecting. And it's not getting anywhere because two people just keep projecting their childhood traumas onto each other. Yeah. And or as no women, we are more in our masculine and then, mm -hmm. you know, he, he doesn't, isn't able to fulfill that role of masculine. And then we're like, why isn't he do like, why isn't he, you know, there for me? Or why doesn't he provide for me? Because you don't let him sis. <laughs> because yeah, you're trying to be the man and the female. Like, <laughs> Yes. Men, men are providers. Okay. Let's just, Get that out there men want <laughs> to provide for you and if you're an independent in woman chat, goddess, okay you have to stop and let them do for you because that's what yes. they love that's what that's that's what they live for <laughs> they yes. live to provide for us and i'm i learned that years ago to learn how to receive that's yeah. what what it comes down to okay learn how to receive from them and men and are very simple, you know, it's taken yeah, me like almost three years mm -hmm. to like really grasp what that means. Like most mm -hmm. men, like, you know, they're confused because we're not being like clear and direct about like what we want and what we need. Yes. Yes. You have to communication about all of that is extremely important. You have to state your needs. And I stated my needs right in the beginning <laughs> Um, Joe and I got into a relationship 
a month ago, a little over a month ago, that um, is very trying on the both of us because he is so far away. And we needed to have that very strong foundation of connection and communication over everything else. Like, <laughs> because there is no physical, right? When he's mm-hmm. 28,000 miles away, 2,800 miles away. <laughs> wow. Thousand. <laughs> Can you imagine? I got you. Um, be out and out of space somewhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pretty much. So I told him, like, I need FaceTime every day. Every single day, I need FaceTime. I need to see you. If it if it doesn't happen once in a while, I'm okay with that. Because I'm I'm willing to compromise on what's going on with his life. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little bit of like a give and take thing, a little bit of a compromise. And I state my needs and then he lets me know if that's actually um, doable for him in that moment, in that day. Because sometimes it's not. Yeah. Um, but I'm so secure enough to actually be okay with that. I'm secure enough with our relationship to be okay with that for the time being for the day, because I know it's not going to be an everyday thing where he can't do FaceTime right now. Like um, as much as he loves and supports me and everything that I'm doing, I am giving back and loving supporting him just as much because he needs it just as much. Men need it just as much. It's it can't only go like one way where the masculine is always like protecting and making the feminine feel secure. Okay, yes. it's got to go the other way too, because they're go- like what he's go what is going on in his life right now. It's I had to accept it in order for this to work. Yeah, he is fucking his ass off and has his hands dipped into so many different things right now and i'm i'm either going to say i can handle it or i can't handle it and i'm going to say i can accept it or not accept it wow and uh right now i'm accepting where he is and i'm not trying to change the situation at all at all i'm just accepting it and i'm showing him love and i'm not focusing on the fact that he's so far um i'm just taking it as it comes and staying in the present moment and that's what i ask for him as well is when we're on facetime and when we get to talk i need you to be present with me because that's our that's the only quality time i get with you so it's It's really important yeah it's really important to state like those needs what are your key things that are like going to keep you connected right um and like i said i I was resisting this relationship. Why? Because of a past wound of another relationship that I was in was long distance and it didn't work out well. So of course I'm going to resist another long distance relationship. And I was limiting myself. I'm like, holy shit, I'm limiting myself and something could become of this, but I won't, I'm not allowing myself because of a past relationship that didn't work. That was long distance. Well, that relationship has nothing to do with this one, right? Um, and I can't keep myself in a box of just dating somebody that is uh, that lives within 50 miles of me. I can't because I. <laughs> it's like you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna take any leaps of faith doing that, right? 
Um, so I stopped resisting that. And I, I was just like, I think, I think that I can do this if, you know, he's willing to do this and I'm willing to do this. And it's, it's temporary that he's, um, so far away right now, then obviously it's going to work if it's, if that the distance is temporary as well. Um, and I just let go. I completely let go and accepted what was already unfolding. I'm like, we are already like in a relationship and I wasn't even accepting it. (laughs) I was Mm. like, this is already happening and I'm still resisting. Like what the hell's the point of that? So Mm. let me just let go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like, um, I like that. Like, uh, that's how teasing works. And this might sound off topic, but it's really not like a tease only really works. Like if, the person knows that they're gonna get the thing eventually so the fact that you're like I'm gonna be strong and like who I am and like trust this path right now and I trust you as like um you know like my companion my significant other and you know I think right now that we can make this work it feels good like it feels um this is what my heart's calling me to do um but I love that you're also like just staying open um to the possibilities and also like believing believing in love um again which is like the core yeah, component you know to make relationships work like maybe my partner was lo- love bombing me at the beginning but now like you know I've been taking the steps to like dig deeper into like what my soul and spirit is like asking of me and thankfully like he's not afraid to like have these deep uh conversations and to me like as well conversation conversation is huge so um Mm -hmm. you said a word that are you still good to like chill hang out for like um a little while yet oh yeah yeah I'm good awesome the 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 podcast is still going we're at 46 minutes um which I think I might cut the actual podcast there because that was like really amazing and um you know, I want, I want to get people inside discord to have, uh, more amazing conversations. So if you're cool with it, I, well, is there anything else you wanted to mention? Um, I wanted to see, um, if we can maybe open up the conversation a little bit, um, around the word compromise. Um, cause I feel like for it could compromise means different things for different people. Um, especially, uh, like women who um like for example my mom was is is like the independent the independent woman so like i i didn't really see her like in the state of surrender or it's also called like submission or um just like being able to compromise right because she was a lot um a lot in her ego and you know it's not just my mom there's there's plenty of women who um you know are are afraid of that word compromise because just as humans like you know sometimes we're afraid to give up part of what we think our identity is um yeah and it's part of control um I think like when you when you feel like you're going to compromise with somebody else, you feel like, oh, well, 
I'm giving up control of what's going to actually happen. And that happens a lot with people that have that suffer from anxiety as well. People who have anxiety always need to control the situation. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because so I think in, like anxiety is actually the effect and the cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that's what you're saying. The cause is like yeah. feeling like you yeah. need control instead of the yeah. other way around. Like, oh, I have anxiety, therefore I need to control everything. Like that's actually like resisting the resistance, right? Yes. And just to clarify mm-hmm. a little bit, it's like if we're we're trying to uh we're on a busy road trying to turn into a parking lot and um but we can't get into the parking lot so we're like mad that we can't find parking um and then we're we we get mad at ourselves because we're like we get mad on top of the mad because we can't find parking (laughs) (laughs) yeah it snowballs yeah, stuff like that. Uh, anxiety does snowball. There's but, yeah. definitely levels to it's, this, for sure. It, there's, so many, <laughs> there's so many, like, levels, yeah, and um, uh, different definitions of, yeah, why people will not compromise. Um, so many different reasons. <laughs> but I, th- those are, like, my experiences um, with my mother um, also, why she could not let go of control is because she suffered from anxiety and um and i believe that people and my sister also suffers from anxiety so on her stance i see it as she wants to control everything because it's a way to make her feel um safe right um and if you let go of control you don't feel safe anymore within your nervous system she's actually causing herself or anxiety by doing that and activating her nervous system by constantly being in all right the rest of this discussion with angelina was really just vibing um with fellow beloveds inside of the discord um come vibe with us if you like at tinyurl dot com slash unbothered queen and with it with that link you will also be able to find the intuitive healer vibe tribe uh, angelina and myself will be expanding on the topics of self-love and relationships um and continue continuing to add value um mostly inside discord obviously on this podcast as well um but really like the best experience is inside discord and all day every day be all of you love lizzie k